0: the trouble is really we have ears but we don't listen quite remarkable I've been going through an experience of a lifetime and I thought I'd seen it all I'm 80, i only 81 I've been to over 60 countries in the world and I've worked in 40 of them some of them for long periods of time such as Kosovo, Bosnia Africa, Nigeria, uh, Northern Ireland, I, I've been there, and I've done that, and I've experienced living away from home and in foreign circumstances. Hi, well, isn't that a, a an interesting introduction to this uh, this podcast, I think they're called, uh, because What I really want to talk about is the fact that nobody listens and I have immersed myself this time in being homeless and it is quite remarkable. The first thing is uh, that uh, the nation, the government, will say, we take every care about you, we care about you, give us the details, or whatever they do with the details, I don't think they care about us. Uh, First of all, I have Parkinson's, Uh, and so uh, when I was declared homeless, or registered as homeless, (laughs) some, some some situation, I'll tell you, But as a good journalist, I'm trying hard to learn from it uh, so that when I report uh, and comment on homelessness, I know what I'm talking about. But the first thing is that I needed temporary accommodation. I think they call it emergency accommodation. And uh, without uh, any ado, uh, I was assigned to a place uh, in a town called New Haven, which is about um, well, I don't know five or six miles from Lewis, uh, but you have to get there on the train. Uh, so I pointed out that uh, this was this was fine as long as the place was near the train station, and when I mean near, I mean near uh, because I am under care for parkinson's and one of the manifestations of parkinson's is that uh, slowly your limbs deteriorate and my legs have started to deteriorate of late partly the trauma of of being homeless would you believe and so i patiently explained to everybody involved is i cannot walk any length particularly if i'm carrying anything yes of course (laughs) did they listen no they parked me in a place, uh, it's clean enough, it's a strange place, but it's clean enough for a day or two anyway, but uh, uh, where I have to walk from the station, so I have to walk from my office to the station in Lewis, get on a train, uh, and ten minutes later walk from the train to this place that I'm staying, this emergency house, emergency accommodation. can barely make it at either end. Barely, barely make it. So, uh, um, the other night, I actually fell. It was a long day. I was carrying a heavy briefcase, okay, leading it, I suppose, but I fell. And so, because every little detail of being homeless is taken into account no, I shouldn't say that not taken into account it is written down so there is a record of what's happening to you is I duly recorded this with my advisors I said I can't walk for any length of of time or any space uh, at at either end of the railway line railway stations oh yes, yes, of course, course, course now in the meantime Uh, We have a new system. Bigger is better. So we have a... a, I don't know what they call it, uh, but it's a, a super surgery now. Our individual surgeries have been merged, so you don't know who the hell you're talking to, who your doctor is, or whatever. In fact, I went along and said, you have given me a letter to say that because I'm over 60, Uh, I have a dedicated doctor. Yes, yes, yes. Who who is your dedicated doctor? Well, it's Dr. Verlach. Oh, well, Dr. Verlach isn't available for four weeks. Ah, thank you. You know, I'm sorry, I fell down just a few minutes ago and I need some advice. Oh, well, we'll get the doctor to phone you. Right. Very nice doctor phones at the end of the day. Have a chat. He thinks about it uh, and says, call your consultant. Uh, And uh, let's get some more blood tests. (laughs) So we go back to the surgery for more blood tests. (laughs) This this isn't taking into account that I've got to walk this evening. I'm going to fall down, or I'm going to find it very difficult. Uh, No, no, no. Park that. (laughs) That, that, That's not important information at the moment. We're looking, looking after you in in, in the very best way that we can. So (laughs) you, you get a, you get a. Struggle, uh, uh that, that you cannot manage uh, you know that you're going to have some blood tests, you call your consultant who is a lovely, lovely lady uh, and she calls back and then says well let's just keep an eye on it for a few days. So, where are we left? In exactly the same situation that if I'm put in a position that I have to walk for any length, and I mean, I say any length, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about a quarter of a mile, so it's the maximum that I can manage. Uh, uh, but when I point this out, is uh, well, <laughs> uh, 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 what, what you've really got to do is uh, you know, be, be where we say you should be for a little while, and then we'll see how things play out. Uh, so, uh, the the people at, at the council, I suppose individually, they're charming people. Collectively, they're dickheads. Uh, they behave the way the people behind the old Iron Curtain behaves. There is a form to fill in, and if you don't fill it in properly, that's it. In this particular case, as I understand it, is if you refuse to go to a place that they uh, offer you three times, uh, it's uh, it's out. We're not going to help you anymore. Now, who made that up? Is that law? I'd like to know, because that could be just an arbitrary decision on behalf of the council, and boy, are they good at making arbitrary decisions. Uh, So here I am, uh, uh, not really able to complain too much about the place that I'm in, although I have, Uh, and if I refuse to go there, uh, and then I look at another one, boy, I bet you that they show me one that's ten times worse, and we go for three, they can they can wash their hands of you. Okay, bye-bye. Well, that solved the problem, didn't it? That's, that's, that's like putting a file in a drawer and forgetting about it for a couple of years. I really, nobody listens. Nobody listens, but everybody wants to talk. Everybody wants to say what a great job we do for the, for the homeless in this country. Why, well, we have food, food banks, and, and we have... Uh, uh, organisations that try to look after these things and nice people go and talk to the man lying in the street in in a sleeping bag. Ah, oh, nobody listens. Nobody knows the circumstances that brought them there. Nobody knows the circumstances in which they might be helped. Because nobody listens. Nobody listens. And it is... One of those things that is devastating when you put yourself into a situation for which there there are many, many thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, possibly millions uh, around the country, homelessness. Well, here is a situation that you might be able to help. Well, we're not going to do that. Well, who are you qualified to to, to, to tell us how to handle the, the, the homeless situation? Just Just because you're homeless yourself, what makes you think you know anything about it? <laughs> as a consequence, what you've got is a bunch of ponces who do exactly what they did in the old Soviet Union, exactly what they do under the e u today, and that is they find a form and follow the form and if the form is inappropriate, tough. We'll make it just the closest we can. The fact that that may do more harm than good is quite beside the point. Oh, no, certainly not. Uh, I haven't really explained this situation very well in this podcast because I'm upset about it. And it's about time that somebody, somewhere, listened to the people that they support, supposedly, reportedly, support for whom they are dedicating their professional abilities. I don't see it myself. I really don't see it. They're only little things, but they really, really don't listen to the problems. One of the problems that I've got in the place that I'm staying at is that there's no toilet roll. Oh, well, um, we're not sure who's supposed to provide the toilet roll. Perhaps you are. <laughs> anyway, there's no, no toilet roll. And I can't wait to shake hands with somebody at the council. He's <laughs> not knowing where their hands been because there's no toilet roll. <laughs> yeah, it may sound funny. It may even sound disgusting or distasteful. But the fact is... It is a reality, and nobody listens, nobody cares. Fall down, if you want. Somebody will pick you up and make you totter forward. It is quite <laughs> remarkable that society will then say, of course, we're a caring society. Well, from the homeless point of view, you bloody well ain't and nobody does any thinking about it. You're all too busy patting yourself on the back and feeling angelic because you may have done a kindness today. Well, so you should feel angelic if you've done a kindness today. But that is just only the beginning. Having done the kindness, follow up with some sort of understanding and make sure you're doing the right thing. Little bit.